0: Welcome to Weight Loss with Wendy podcast. I am your host, Wendy Crabb, life and weight loss coach and oncology nurse practitioner. I am an expert at losing weight and keeping it off. I thought it was almost impossible to lose weight over age 50. And it is with those crazy restrictive diets. Then I stopped dieting and started making lifestyle changes and lost 55 pounds over one year at age 56, and have kept 40 plus pounds off for three plus years without starving myself and feeling deprived all the time. There is no perfect formula, but I can help you create your own formula to reflect your food preferences, lifestyle, and health. My goal with this podcast is to empower women as leaders of their family to get healthier because when we get healthier, our families get healthier. Welcome to the podcast. I'm so glad you're here. What's going on in your world? I hope you're having a good summer and a good start to the school year if you have kids or grandkids, or you're a teacher. In my world, I am two weeks post-laparoscopic surgery to remove my gallbladder, so I had a cholecystectomy. And last week, I went to work half days My sister suggested that I do this because she has had this surgery herself, and I was so thankful for her suggestion. I did uh, take it seriously, and I took a nap every day when I came home, and I am not a napper, but I was hurting, and I needed it. And I can tell when I do too much. My body does smack me down. Next week, I'm going full-time, so pray for me. I'm going to need it. I want to take a few minutes to thank my mentors who helped me get started on my weight loss journey and who have given me inspiration to keep going along the way. These wonderful women also have podcasts of their own, which I will also mention. And take a listen if you have time. They're really good. Brooke Castillo, who's the founder and master... Uh, Life Coach at the Life Coach School podcast is her podcast, but she is the founder and the, the um, person who developed everything, the, the coaching school and self-coaching scholars, and she has the podcast, the Life Coach School podcast. Katrina Ubell is a uh, pediatrician, and her program is Weight Loss for Busy Physicians podcast. And she also teaches at the school. Corinne Crabtree. Her podcast is Losing 100 Pounds with Corinne. And she has her own uh, program and also continues to teach at the Life Coach School. And Brenda Lomelli, Losing the Last 10 Pounds with Brenda Lomelli podcast. Uh, and she, um, all these coaches were trained at the same school as myself, the Life Coach School. And so that's where I I know them and love them. Also, if you haven't already signed up for my free workshop, you still have time. What is holding you back? It is the jumpstart that you need to get started on your weight loss journey. It's called Five Steps to Lose Weight Over 50. Learn how to eat real food without feeling deprived and hungry all the time. It's Thursday, September 16th. At 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. The, the link is in the show notes or go to my website www.weightlosswithwendy.coach and there is a pop-up with the link. Now on to our topic for today. How to make sure that you get the results that you want. I am talking about weight loss but you can apply any of these tips to any goal that you have. So the first tip is to get started now, even if you don't have a healthy eating plan yet, or you're still deciding which plan to follow. Take a moment to brainstorm and write down what has worked for you in the past to lose weight that didn't make you feel hangry or too restricted. Pick one thing, and start doing it today. Here are some suggestions. Drink more water. Get more sleep. Eat three meals and cut out snacks. You may just remember a food that worked well for you that you like and that you wanna continue. And that's that could be one the thing that you do, is eat that food. You could also start walking 10 to 30 minutes, three times a week, just to get your body moving. The second tip is to set a goal and then break it down so it doesn't feel so overwhelming. Here's an example. So if you wanna lose 50 pounds and that's your ultimate goal, a smaller goal could be to lose 10% of your body weight. So if you weigh 200 pounds, that's 20 pounds. Or you can make it easier by taking it 10 to 20 pounds at a time. Your choice. A second example is decide or a second thing to do is to decide that you are committed to losing the weight, no matter how long it takes you. This is very important. You can set a time frame, but don't be married to it. Give yourself permission to adjust the time frame. The goal is the same, you're just adjusting how long it's going to take you. So I had a goal to lose 55 pounds in 6 months. But it took me a year. It took me 4 months to lose the last 10 pounds. Because at that point it was all mindset. And I had to be willing to feel a little hungry. And have a few less joy eats to get to my goal. And I'm glad I did. I learned so much over that year that I'm fine with how long it took me. And another uh, thing is if you consider it a lifestyle change and you're not in a big hurry, then this sets you up for permanent weight loss. So if you're feeling deprived and hungry on your plan, it's not going to be sustainable. You need to make a few changes, even if your weight loss slows down. And that's pretty much what happened to me the last 10 pounds. Remember, as you lose the weight, you don't need to, your body does not need as much food or as many calories, so you can't eat the same amount of food that you had at the beginning when you weighed that 200 pounds. So, when you weigh, uh, you know, 160, if you're you know, you started at 200, you're going to be eating way less food than you did previously. So just keep that in the back of your mind. The third tip is to have five or more whys for wanting to lose weight. W-H-Y. You will need all of them throughout your weight loss journey. So if your weight loss, why is attached to an event like a wedding or a reunion you will need a different one when that event has ended. Examples of some whys could be for my health, reduce blood pressure, get off blood pressure, diabetes, or cholesterol medications, or keep from starting them to fit into the clothes you have in your closet that are a couple size smaller, to have more energy, to be able to bend over and tie your shoes without feeling the belly rub. The belly flab or cutting off your air supply by bending over. To be able to play with your grandchildren without feeling winded. To go up the stairs without feeling short of breath. To reduce pain from osteoarthritis and pressure on the joints. Your why can also be very personal to you. Maybe you want to feel sexier. Or maybe you just, you know, want to look better in your clothes. It doesn't matter. It it doesn't matter what your why is. You just need to have at least five of them and 10 is even better because those whys are gonna help you when you feel unmotivated. So one of my clients had to adjust her whys and expectations even when she was close to her goal because after 50, our bodies don't always have that skin elasticity that we had when we lost weight in our twenties and thirties. So you may have to adjust your expectations with how, like if you want to lose a double chin, you may even, it still may be there and it may take a while to go down even after you've lost the weight. So be prepared for that. The fourth tip is to set yourself up for success. So in other words, get food off the counter, except for fruits or vegetables. We don't have this problem in Texas because we can't keep food on the counter. It has to be refrigerated because everything goes bad quickly because it's so hot here. Set up your pantry so that your trigger foods are not front and center or at eye level. And you can prioritize making time to work on your goal as well. Because there's never a good time to lose weight or work on a goal, right? Life happens. There's always something going on that can get in our way. And so if you wait until it's the right time to lose weight, it's never going to be there. You may need to let other things go or delegate chores, such as letting somebody else fold the laundry or even do the laundry. You may have to adjust other people's expectations and not say yes automatically every time someone asks you to do something. Make yourself and your goal a priority. You are worth it. The fifth tip is to make a plan. Come to my five five steps to lose weight over 50 workshop where I help you set up a healthy eating roadmap by choosing several healthy breakfast items and rotating them during the week. Keep it simple and easy for every meal. We make things so complicated and we don't have to. You can do the same thing with lunches and bring your lunch to work because it's so, um, when you have the right food there, then it's so much easier if they bring in, um, tacos or they bring in breakfast tacos or uh, lunch from Chick-fil-A or something like that, that you could say, oh no, sorry, I have my lunch. You know, you can make that decision ahead of time. And another idea is to make a menu for dinner that day or for the week, whatever's easier for you and make five ingredient or less meals. Now, remember simple and easy. If you need help thinking of meal ideas, I have 35 that I'm happy to share with you. You can just email me, and that link is in the show notes. Go grocery shopping to make sure you have everything that you need to be successful and to make your meals. You can meal prep if you want. I personally am not a meal prepper, and I don't really need to be because I keep everything so easy and simple. So I don't, and I buy things that are pre-cut up. So I am willing to spend a little bit of extra money for convenience. And it's really not that much more expensive. Although everything seems so much more expensive. I don't know, after COVID, I don't know about you, but I feel that way. All right. The sixth tip is to evaluate every week what worked, what didn't work, and what to do differently. Diets have not worked in the past because we were so busy shaming ourselves for not being able to follow it for any length of time. And that doesn't feel good. Think of your weight loss as an experiment and decide you will tweak one thing every week. But you also have to figure out what did work for you and what foods worked for you for weight loss and to keep losing weight. And you have to track that by writing it down. And remember writing it down, you don't have to do calories, fat grams, uh, micrograms, or whatever. Uh, All you have to do is write down, you know, pork tenderloin, butternut squash, Brussels sprouts, and olive oil. That's all you have to write down. It's not too hard. Another thing that you might want to consider is to make friends with the scale. It's just a number. There's no need to shame yourself. Weigh yourself at least three times a week and then look at what you ate the two previous days to see what worked and what didn't. Repeat to yourself, it's just a number and I am using it as information. You don't have to make it mean that you're doing what you're doing isn't working or that it's never going to work or it's too hard or you're a fat pig. You don't have to mean it, make it mean any of that. And the final tip is to be okay with less than perfect. You will go off your healthy eating plan and that's okay. It's what you learn about it. That's important. So if you take a look at it and don't keep poking, you know, poking yourself in the eye over it, you can figure out what was your trigger to overeating. Why do you think it happened? In other words, what were you thinking or feeling at the time or, or what was the situation that was going on? Was it a stressful work day? Was it somebody said something to you that upset you? What exactly was it? And then what can you do to change your response to that trigger? And then how can you, what else can you do instead of overeating to make yourself feel better? So that is the real key. What can we do besides stress eat to make ourselves feel better? And that's, those are some things that I help you with in my coaching program. So to review today, we talked about eight tips To make sure you get the results you want. The first is to get started now. Just take one simple action and get going. Number two is to set a goal and break it down so it doesn't feel so overwhelming. Number three is to have five or more whys for why you want to lose weight. Number four is set yourself up for success. Number five is make a plan, and that could be that you come to my workshop so you can create a meal plan that works for you and your body and your lifestyle. Number six, every week evaluate what worked, what didn't work, and what to do differently. Number seven, make friends with the scale. It's just a number. Number eight, be okay with less than perfect. You're not going to do this perfectly. It's going to take practice. And and if you're going for a lifestyle change and permanent weight loss, then it's going to be worth it. The most important way to get the results you want is to get help along the way if you need it. Getting rid of old diet habits and mindset is not easy. And neither is learning new habits. It takes practice. And if you get stuck, get help with coaching or listening to a podcast going to a free training, or get on a call with me and I can help you. The link is in the show notes. Here are some quotes. Success is the result of small efforts repeated day in and day out. That's so true. Here's another one. Don't compare yourself to others. Compare yourself to who you were yesterday. And the final one is a journey of a thousand miles begins with a single step. And you're going to have a lots of little steps on your weight loss journey. So get started now. Please rate and review my podcast so I can get this out to hundreds and thousands of women. Because women are the leaders of their families. And if we get healthier, our families get healthier. And don't forget about the workshop tonight at 7 p.m. on the 16th of September, Central Standard Time. Go to www.weightlosswithwendy.coach to register. Have a great week. Thanks so much for listening.